0: Good afternoon, Anchor Nation. This is your host, Aaron Rollins, coming at you live from Southeast Third. Once again, live and ad free on Anchor. Thanks for tuning in, my three or four listeners. I appreciate you guys for sticking around. I know it's not always the most entertaining show, but you're obviously listening for a reason. So. If you're listening, you're probably some of the people I talk to in real life, and you listen to my brother's channel, The Big Beef and Show. I hate calling it that. That's such a dumb name. But that's what he calls it, and he gets me and some people on there. And if uh, you happen to listen to this show and you're not a regular and you don't know the whole backstory, he likes to get on there and stir the pot and make fun of people, and we all make fun of each other, and we have a good time. And sometimes they take it a little bit too far, and they get personal. And they like to say that I'm taking things too seriously when, uh, you know... That's not the case. It's um, <laughs> it's genuinely insulting some of the stuff that they say. So, you know, if you uh, if you want to see where I'm coming from, I want you to dig through all my brothers' episodes and listen to the stuff they bring up about my life and all the ways that they mock me. Sometimes it's all in good fun, and you know, brothers do that. We we pick on each other, but sometimes it gets uh, pretty offensive. So I'm not um, I'm not going to go off on that anymore. That's that's a whole other issue. I am without a car. <laughs> My car went to the mechanic. I scheduled an appointment. I've been having these problems with the instrument cluster and the ignition switch. And I take it to the Buick dealership because it's a Buick. And I'm like, uh, I set up an appointment. They gave me an appointment a week later. And I said, okay, uh, it's a while for for me to wait. But, you know, it's, it's worth it to get the dealership to fix this. There was a recall on it that a, another mechanic told me about. And I was like, well, if it's a recall, the dealership should be able to handle that. So I call and I set up the appointment. I drop it off. And the guy tells me, look, I'm going to shoot you straight. I know you got an appointment. But it will probably be Friday or Saturday before this gets fixed. It's Tuesday. Tuesday or is it? Oh, it's. I'm sorry. It's actually Wednesday. It's Wednesday and my car still isn't fixed. I called yesterday and... To get an update and they said the the technician will reach out to you. He never did. I've got his number. I sent him a text. Still nothing. I'm over here waiting and they offered me a a rental. I was like, no, I shouldn't need that. It's going to be done by Saturday. Big fucking mistake that was. I'm paying $10 a goddamn day to go to work. (laughs) With all the Uber rides I'm getting, I could have paid for a tank of gas. So I'm having to sit here and wait for these people to get finished. How hard is it? How hard is it to just tell me it's taking longer than we thought? He shot me, the technician, he told me from the jump. It was like, hey, man, I know it's Monday and we were supposed to have it fixed over the weekend, but I wasn't around. I'm like, all right, that's a red flag because, you know, I've scheduled an appointment in advance. So somebody should have taken the job that was going to be there to work on it, not given to somebody that it was going to be taken off. And, and you said you were gone over the weekend. It's been there since Wednesday. You had all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, all day Friday to at least look at it. So that was one red flag. And then the next red flag is that no one calls me after that. I have to call. And it's like, why am I having to manage these grown-ass people? Why am I having to micromanage this? Why can't somebody at least just say, hey, we're still working on it. Just want you to know. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. So I sent some documents to my doctor. Uh, I was taking time off work. It's called FMLA. I was stressed out and I wanted a break, so I took, I took the FMLA leave. I sent some documents to my doctor and he's like, I've got to fill these out and I'll get them back to you. I go on my leave. I come back and my manager's like, hey, did you do everything you're supposed to do? I was like, yeah, I sent them all my documents. They're working. They're filling them out. It's like, oh, good. Okay. Another week goes by and HR hits me up. is like, hey, you're supposed to submit those documents. I was like, my doctor still has them. Uh, well, you gotta you gotta submit them, or if you don't submit them, this X, Y, and Z will happen. So I call up my doctor. He was like, "Oh, what are you talking about? You want to take FMLA here? This is what we gotta do." I was like, "No, no, no. The FMLA I asked you about back in May, May. Here it is, going on August. They still haven't given me my documents. So all that leave I took, that they're gonna give me those days back, but they're gonna have to pay. I'm gonna have to pay them back for that time off I took." Which is around fourteen hundred bucks. That's a debt I incurred. Yeah, I owe the government fourteen hundred dollars for some time off. I did what I was supposed to do. I did what I was supposed to do. I had a psychiatry clinic uh, appointment set up that had been done back in like uh, April. So I was seeing a lady there, and I was like, "Look, I need to take a mental health vacation." This job is really stressing me out. I need some time off. And so I took FMLA and I was like, I'm going to go see this therapist and we're going to talk about some stuff I can do to handle this. And what do you know? The documents I sent to her, thats called a release of information. She didn't get to until last week when I scheduled an appointment to see her again in July. She did not get to that. So my doctor and my therapist both just forgot, so that puts me in the predicament I've got to pay these motherfuckers 1,400 bucks. On top of that, they took over $500 dollars in money from my check, the, my employer, the, the VA, took over 500 bucks from my check for insurance that I couldn't use because somebody sent documents that, weren't, uh, that were encrypted or, or something. They sent my election forms, my federal employee benefits. Election forms to the carrier that I selected, United Healthcare, and they couldn't get to it, United Healthcare. So I didn't have insurance, but they're like, You did have insurance. No, I did not. I was paying for it, and United said they couldn't get to my documents, so I didn't have an account with them. I would have had to file everything retroactively. So I was sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting for this to happen. Months go by, and finally it gets fixed. On top of that, they misspelled my name. They got Christopher. Christopher instead of Christopher Rollins in their database, which is a crock of shit in itself. You guys can't even put my fucking name in correctly? So What, what is this? Why is this happening? And then apparently it's kind of a, a common consensus where I work that the human resources department sucks. I guess, you know, I, I heard these rumors when I signed on and I heard this, that, and the other, but I was kind of just like, you know, it can't be that bad. It is, especially when it affects you. So not so I'm I'm out almost two grand ever since I started working at this place. And they wonder why I'm wanting to quit. But I did accept Oh hey, my internet's back on. Um my internet crapped out. There was a issue uh with service or disruption. I've seen a message right now. Oh no, it's not back up. Never mind. So um I took this job and it was a huge come up for me, you know, way more money benefits and everything, but it's just so much aggravation. And I accepted a job for less pay as a medical uh, support assistant. So I'm not cleaning floors or taking out trash like I thought I was going to do before as a housekeeper. Um, they they offered me a lot less. They said it's a GS6 uh, step one. And I was like, so as I understand it, you guys have to kind of accommodate the wage I'm at now. You can't just drop me down. Uh, it's like 10 grand a year. That's a huge cut. I can't afford to take that kind of a step back. So they're, uh, they're going to have to accommodate me. And I asked my HR people about this to see what they're going to say. And, um, we will go from there. As far as now I've accepted the offer should be sometime in September that i start. Classes are coming up pretty soon. So there's that. Um, I was going to be a housekeeper and that's not that's not going down. And for those of you that don't remember, Shane, John, Daniel, um, the reason why I, I don't want to do this anymore, it's it's about half of uh the people I work with. I'd say that's about half of the problem. The other half is that um just I keep getting slammed with Work every day. You know, yesterday, I I did a guy's entire blood draw workup. He waited three hours to get that. Uh, there's maybe some more details to that patient's situation that I'm not aware of, but stuff like that is burning me up. People should not be waiting three hours to have their blood sent to the lab because it takes another hour for that blood to get processed, for that blood to get tested. So that's four hours of waiting for somebody that may be having kidney failure or liver disease or something wrong with their uh, metabolism or an ejection fraction rate, which is low. You know, we need to know this shit. So I, um, I mean, it's great because I'm getting all kinds of skills. I'm getting all kinds of practice. It's great. I did a, what's called an incision and drainage the other day. I stitched up some dude's arm not too long ago. You know, I'm doing stuff that I need to do, but. My my motivation is in the toilet. I don't want to do this anymore. You know, the the coworkers I'm with that that want to slack off and and sit around and, and and cake it up with the the nurses I work with. You know, they make it that much more difficult because then I pick up all the slack and then stuff that gets overlooked, um, like patient safety issues. And I've talked about this till the cows freaking came home. They've came home and they went back out. And I'm still talking about it. You know, it's not getting. Get changed. They're, t- they're talking about making some changes where I work, and I'm like, I don't want to be a part of it anymore. I don't. I, 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 You've got other people moving into different management positions. I'm happy for y'all because that's going to make your administrative part easier, but I don't, I don't care. They're not going to make my life any easier. They're just going to make the administrative side easier where you can do a better schedule for everybody and, and people aren't having to stay late. I don't stay late as it is, so that doesn't affect me. That's not what's gonna make my job easier. What will make my job easier is sharing the work, having stuff around that we need. Like would they they don't put their pumps back for IVs, and we gotta fight for IV pumps in the department. We shouldn't be having to do that. And there's just a whole laundry list of technical things that that make the job harder. And then on top of that, you throw in people that don't want to work, and that's like, come on, man, I need people on my shift to do this shit with me. And that 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 want to challenge me to do better, and we challenge each other. It's like, oh yeah, I see how you did that. I could have done it better. It's like, oh bitch, well, let me find out. Let me see you. And then you know, we we push each other to do better. But it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It does not happen. So I'm taking that. Um, let's see what else is going on. Uh, oh yeah, my brother's uh, bringing back the Big Beef and Show. He was off for a little while. Um, he he didn't have. Uh, enough time you know he he if you follow the big beefing channel he was gone for a while there was some uh significant change in his personal life and he maybe he'll talk about that on the show but he's teaching one of his in-laws kids uh how to drive and he's getting him set up with a job and all this other stuff and man we we gave him the business about that you know that that kid's living with him and his name's nico And, uh, Nico's been staying there working and we're like, Hey, Nico, I just want you to remember, man, you're working for all that money and you're going to give most of it to Shane. (laughs) Oh man, that's tough. I tried to reach out to him and be like, look, dude, if you need a couple bucks, I don't mind giving it to you. I lived with Shane when I was in high school and I hardly had any money, even though I worked more than I wanted to while I was uh, a senior. Um, because I mean gas I, he had to pay I had to pay for the gas for him to drive me around I had to pay my portion of the apartment bills and uh I had to buy my own food so <laughs> you know that that little 8 dollars an hour just did not add up when you're only working part time so anyway uh I he didn't say anything back and I I don't know what he's going to do I don't even know how they're going to get his bank account set up or how they're going to pay him um, I, I, I don't know how that's going to work because the way Shane's describing it is that this kid is just clueless, but he's 16 years old, man. And he's, he's still thinking he's a kid. So, you know, Shane's trying to grow him up sooner rather than later. And it's a, it's a little, it's a little unfair, but you know, he was thrown into a situation. Nico was thrown into a situation and, uh, you gotta, you gotta step up when that happens. So I'll be, uh, I'll try to support him however I can. Um, hopefully y'all didn't hear that message just go off. That's, that's Daniel talking more shit. (laughs) Daniel's good at talking shit, man. He really is really good, really good at talking shit. He's good at, um, and then John's show, uh, JP's what, uh, is out there and John's still putting out content and he's kind of toned it back. At first he was really, really loud. Just shouting. I mean, I guess that was his his hype routine to get hyped up. I mean he's early in the morning, he's getting up, going to work. He's gotta pump himself up a little bit, so he's just like all amped up, ready for the show. Good morning and he's like screaming. <laughs> and then Daniel's show, um, it's called SCP Foundation. I don't know how you're gonna find it. Yeah, good luck with that. I, I only found it because he sent a link to our group chat. Um uh, shit, I don't, I don't know how you're gonna find it. I, I looked uh, through, for like five, ten minutes, different browsers, trying to find it in apps or whatever, and I couldn't. I, I just, I, it wasn't coming up. All these other options were coming up for other channels, and I'm, I don't want to listen to them. I want to see what Daniel has. So I got on my uh, Daniel's link, and I was able to follow it through his link, um, and, and listen to it. And he, uh, <laughs> he, he loves, uh, he loves bashing on people. It's pretty funny. So if you want a good laugh, you know, give him a give him a listen. SCP Foundation, um, or you can find his YouTube channel uh, for Daniel Pimentel. He makes some really funny videos. And then uh, that's all I've really been listening to is my brother's show and then John's show. I really need to get on something more, you know, stimulating because this is <laughs> this is this is not fucking brain food. This is the opposite of brain food. This kills brain cells. Listening to this shit, oh man! But it is worth a laugh. Um, they're trying to plan a tr- camping trip coming up. Um, you might hear from John or Shane or Daniel that I can't go in December, or that I can go in December. Let's set the record straight. I can't go in December or November. Excuse me. Let me back up. You might hear from Sean Jane Sh- Sean, Sean Shane John or Daniel. <laughs> God damn it! I had a brain fart for a second. So you might hear from Shane, John, or Daniel that I could have gone in November, November, not December, November, but I can't go in November. I'm on vacation in November. And I think they ended up picking with September anyway. So let's get that little fact correct. And uh, what else were they talking about? They were bringing up some stuff from the old days that I'm like, man, y'all... Y'all are still getting it wrong, <laughs> but you know, they don't really care. They they don't care about accuracy. They just want to say something that's funny. That's why they pick and choose the stuff that they say to make it entertaining. You know, like John was saying that the actors were actually flying those jets in, uh, what's it called, uh, Top Gun Maverick. No, they weren't. They were not flying those jets. They went through like a training course to get them familiar with being in a jet, but they were not flying the jet. They didn't want them to get sick when they got up there. They had uh, military pilots flying it. Um, so that's that's what we deal with with these guys. Is uh, <laughs> They, they want to pull something that's entertaining or funny or, or amusing up, and they chop and screw the facts. But, you know, that's all right. What are you going to do? You're going to keep on making podcasts. That's what you're going to do. You're going to keep on listening. So uh, other than that, school starts next week. I'm not excited, but one step closer to getting my PA. That's good. I'm really excited about that. I do not want to be an intermediate care technician anymore. And we, we keep getting these emails that don't do anything for us. They keep talking about this is happening and that's happening. It's like where? In Virginia? In Nevada? In Washington? In California? That doesn't have anything to do with where I work. You're not helping me at all. You know All these people, they want, want you to pay attention and read what they have or they, they want you to be in a meeting. And I'm like, this isn't going to do anything for me. Why do I need to do this if it's not helping me do my job and take care of people? It's, it's not. So Big change is coming at work. We'll see about that. Uh, it is hot as hell out there, y'all. And Monkey Pox is coming. Uh, we pretty much accepted that it is going to happen to us sooner rather than later. Uh, don't worry about the severity of it. It won't kill you. It's just very uncomfortable and makes you sick. So, it's not chicken pox, for those of you that might think that. It's not chicken pox. I think they said it's in the family of smallpox viruses. I can't remember what that's called, but that's what I remember reading. Anyway, um, don't be out there in that heat without drinking water, y'all. Stay say it over and over and over again, but I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, oh, if you're on Instagram, or uh, you want to look at some interesting videos, North American Rescue posts some really good stuff. Some really cool stuff about uh people getting extracted from you know dangerous situations or they'll post some crazy injuries like this one dude was chopping down a tree with a chainsaw oh i guess that's not chopping he was cutting down a tree with a chainsaw and when he cut it like he leaned back and let the tree fall but it fell and it looped all the way back around and knocked him off the ladder hit him hard as fuck And then they did another video where this guy was on stage at a concert and they had these giant TV screens up on the ceiling. And one of the TV screens just fell the fuck off and smashed this dude. It pancaked him. It landed right on him. You see him land on his back and his whole body is holding on to that TV screen. His arms and legs. And then he just kind of like flops there for a second because obviously he's unconscious. But they had to take him to ICU and he had to get freaking spinal surgery. Dude. That's nuts. We don't see anything that bad where I work. We had somebody the other day that had what's called a Mobitz type two AV block. It's where your heart's not pumping the right way. It's called it gives you what's called bradycardia, which is a um, low heartbeat. But that's all neither here nor there. Uh, big changes, big changes coming up that I'm not excited for. Different management people coming in. Maybe I'll start this job in September. I hope I do. I hope it's not. Significantly less money I'll take a little bit I'll take like a two thousand dollar three thousand dollar cut a year that's cool, but a five thousand or more I can't do it can't do it can't do it, boy, as Daniel would say, so anyway, um that's all I got. I got nothing else this has was really entertaining just wanted to clear some things up because you know certain people they're not paying attention or they don't remember or they don't care Shane John Daniel, looking at y'all uh. and then uh, tell y'all what's going to be happening in the months to come you may not hear from me for a while because school's going to be starting back and I'm going to be super friggin' busy so until next time please drink water y'all drink water and keep a lookout for that new Prey movie coming out I don't have high hopes but it's Predator I want to watch it so we'll see until then uh, take care drink water stay hydrated and this has been Aaron Rollins and I am signing off see y'all later